0: Welcome to Thinking Like a Lawyer with your hosts Ellie Mistal and Joe Patrice, talking about legal news and pop culture, all while thinking like a lawyer, here on Legal Talk Network. Welcome! It's another edition of Thinking Like a Lawyer, but it's a very special edition. On August 20th, Ellie and I went down to the International Legal Technology Association convention, and we held an event where we asked trivia questions of the assembled Lawyers, technology specialists, reporters, everybody who was there, and what we've done is record our session, so you can listen and play along in your head and see whether or not you would have won. The winning score was 19 out of 30, so uh, test yourself as you go and see if you would have been better. At this point, we'll turn it over to the pre-recorded thing, but not before I mention Seriously, go, subscribe to the podcast, give it a review. It helps us move up the algorithm and get more listeners. So that's it. Talk to you later. And without further ado, here is the trivia session.
1: Uh, I am Executive Director of the DC Bar Pro Bono Center, which is separate from the DC Bar because um, we are not financed by members'
2: dues, which oh, means that... You gotta fundraise
1: yourself. Yeah, yeah. So so we're incredibly appreciative of um, the fact that Above the Law wanted to make us the beneficiary of this particular event. Um, and so with your support, the DC Bar Pro Bono Center touches about 17,000 lives every year. Um, We, through our full representation, our advice and referral clinics, our resource centers, we help close the access to justice gap. So to give you an example, in landlord-tenant court, um, there are about 30,000 cases filed every year. And guess how many of the defendants in landlord-tenant court are represented by counsel? Uh, Yeah, about that, about 5%. 90% at least are unrepresented. And guess how many landlords are represented? About the opposite. Yeah, about 95% of the landlords are represented. Which means that people go into landlord-tenant court at risk of losing their homes, and they don't have anyone to explain to them the the legal complexities of the landlord-tenant system. So that's what we do. Um, we help with landlord-tenant cases. We help people with disabilities get, who can't work get benefits. We help families in uh, custody cases, child support cases. We also represent people in consumer law cases. If some grandma um, decides to enter into a contract with somebody who says they're gonna make sure that their basement isn't wet, and the guy takes the deposit and never shows up again, we help them. Um, One thing I do want to say is, um, you know, we appreciate that there are so many crises right now in the world. Um, Immigration law is a huge issue, and we think it's great that people are volunteering for that. But there is a crisis every day in D.C. within our community with people losing their homes, people losing their children, people not having enough money to live. And the idea that you all support us in in providing representation and helping close the access to justice gap, that makes a huge difference because if somebody has a lawyer, their chances of being able to assert their rights successfully and save their homes, save their families, it goes up astronomically. So thank you so much for supporting us tonight.
2: So so far we have raised seven fifty. A thousand sounds so much better, though, right? Everyone just shell out ten dollars, no big deal. Give it to this woman, and we'll be there. That'd be great. Let's do that. Yeah, so, hello. I'm Ellie Mastal. I am one of the editors of Above the Law. Um, Most of you probably don't know me because I believe you speak robot, um, which I don't write in. Um, But Joe Patrice is um, another editor of Above the Law, and he's our main legal tech reporter. He does speak robot. Um, So you probably do know Joe. Um, We're about to run you through um, a thing that we do quite a bit, um, ATL trivia. We're going to ask you some questions, Joe, actually, why don't you explain the rules? Yeah.
3: So there are answer sheets and a pen. Uh, we're going to start handing those out here. Um, and yeah, team, one per team. Yeah, you don't need. To, yeah. So uh, every table should be a team.
2: Yeah,
3: or yeah, at least at least every table. If not, you know, if there's two of you, whatever. If there's two teams for table, whatever. So we're all right. Well, this this is turning into a thing. Yeah, work out a team. She's going to hand out some sheets here, and then. Uh, on the top, there's a team name section. You can write clever, fun team names or very bland ones. Whatever, lawyers, it happens. Um, so there you go. Please
2: try to be clever with your team name, or else we will mock you.
3: Yeah, we we love clever. Organize yourself into teams. You're gonna to want to help with this
2: because we try to test your breadth of knowledge, not just your depth of knowledge.
3: Hmm. Did we? Hey, did anybody order quesadillas? Yeah, there's the answer. The power of a microphone, all right. So, okay, everybody. We're gonna begin, you can fill in your teammates with what happened while you they were out. All right, so first question. This category is about law-ish. So this is gonna be our legal category. What? No, oh, yeah, don't yell at the answers. I think they know that. That's why they have a sheet in front of them that we made a huge deal out of handing them. Surprise. All right. So all right, write your answers on the sheet. Here we go. JK Rowling's Harry Potter series is the highest grossing book series of all time. What book series ranks third in the all time sales list with three hundred million copies sold and around eighty books? So JK Rowling's uh, Harry Potter series is the most highest selling. What's third highest selling on that list with 300 million copies across 80 books? So yes, try to remember the category also. If I may, I'm gonna move to question two. Question two in the legal fictiony world at this year's Tony Awards. The award for Best Actor in a Featured Role in a Play went to an actor playing what real-life attorney? So this year's Tony Awards, the award for Best Actor in a Featured Role in a Play went to an actor who was playing what real-life attorney? So I want the attorney in this as the answer here. The Tonys were not on at the same time as the Eskies. Or maybe they were. Hell, I don't know. This was not a musical. This is a play. Yes, Ellie has a weird amount of knowledge about musicals. All right, question three. Question three. What was the name of Saul Goodman's previous law firm where his brother was a named partner? So what was the name of Saul Goodman's previous law firm where his brother was a named partner? Yeah, that one's specific to people who watch it, but... All right. Question four. Question four. What film follows the ever-worsening frustrations of Elihu Smales? What film follows the ever increasing frustrations of Elihu Smales? Um, sh- I can. What film, this is question four, what film follows the ever worsening frustrations of Elihu Smales? Elihu is E L I H U, and Smales like Elihu Root, the, a famous New York lawyer and secretary of state, I think. Anyway, yeah. But it, they, but that's not this person, but like that name was because of that person. They gave him that name. We, they, they seem, they, they've gotten a few of them. So. All right, all. Question five. Question five, what 2017 biopic follows the trial of a Connecticut chauffeur accused of raping his employer? This is a 2017 biopic, and the plot is about the trial of a Connecticut chauffeur who is accused, wrongly in this case, of raping his employer. If it helps, the name of the film is the name of the person that the biopic is about. So, there's nothing fancy, it's just like a 2017 biopic. Reasonably big deal when it happened. All right. Question number six. Question number six. What television attorney is also known for the sake of one gag anyway as miguel sanchez and dr nguyen van Fok. what television attorney is also known by the aliases at least for one gag as miguel sanchez and dr nguyen van fock he went to uh coolie right potentially um i don't know what I don't know what state Cooley's in for that purposes. That was actually a hint, weirdly enough, but yeah. I just said, I don't know, he said like, was it Cooley? And I was like, I don't know what state that is. And I do know where Cooley is, but like, that was quasi a hint. Dr. Nguyen Van Fok, AKA Miguel Sanchez. Question seven, there are two acceptable answers. I will take either the character, yeah, either the character or the actor, I don't really care, I'll know that you know the answer if you get either. Um, Earlier this year, we lost which comedic actor synonymous with his nine-year run as a TV judge? Earlier this year, we lost what comedic actor slash character who is synonymous with his nine-year run as a TV judge? Uh, that, I believe, is seven, and, oh, Ellie, Ellie, you you got a ruling on this? What do you think?
4: No, we
3: need, we need the surname. Yeah, I think that's right. I think we need, we need either the actress name or the character, we can't just go with the show, yeah. I know, I'm, I feel for you, but. There's nothing Socratic about what we're doing. All right. Query number eight. What famous lawyer, who is not famous for being a lawyer, attended Northwest Mississippi Community College Mississippi State, and the University of Mississippi at various points. So what, what famous lawyer, Vote living, 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 what famous lawyer, not actually famous for their lawyering, attended Northwest Mississippi Community College, Mississippi State, and the University of Mississippi at various points? So, question number nine. Henry Fonda is best known in legal fiction circles for 12 Angry Men, but in 1980, he portrayed which famous Supreme Court litigant from the early 1960s? So, Henry Fonda is best known in legal fiction circles for 12 Angry Men, but in 1980, he portrayed which famous Supreme Court litigant from the ni- early 1960s? And if you think about your famous Supreme Court litigants from the 1960s, there are you know, reasonably few that Henry Fonda could have played. If it helps, it's a Supreme Court precedent that is still theoretically good law, for now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's right
3: there. I mean, who knows?
0: Dave. I mean
3: by October, who the hell knows, but for now. you
0: right, exactly. People, Henry
3: could Alright. Question ten. Question ten. What is the name of the lawyer who headlines the video game series Ace Attorney? Yeah. People who went to the Ilta video game thing, they, yeah. So, what is the name of the lawyer who is the main character of the video game series Ace Attorney? So here's the deal. I am gonna uh, ask. Is anybody need anything? Repeated. All of them. Uh, I, I, I will do all of them, but I will do them very quickly, so if you need to take notes, then take notes. Here we go. Number one was J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, the highest-grossing book series of all time. What legal book series ranks third in all-time sales with over 300 million copies and 80 books? That wasn't quick. That was a one question. Question two. No. At this year's Tony Awards, the award for Best Actor in a Featured Role in a Play went to an actor playing what real-life attorney? Three, what was the name of Saul Goodman's previous law firm where his brother was a named partner? Four, what film follows the ever-worsening frustrations of Elihu Smales? Five, what 2017 biopic follows the trial of a Connecticut chauffeur wrongly accused of raping his employer? Six, what television attorney is also known for the sake of one gag as Miguel Sanchez and Dr. Nguyen Ben Fock? Seven, earlier this year we lost What Comedic Actor, synonymous with his nine year run as a TV judge? You can have either the actor or the uh, character. And yes, whole, like, Jeopardy rules there. Uh, eight, What famous lawyer, not famous as a lawyer, attended Northwest Mississippi Community College, Mississippi State, and University of Mississippi at various points? Nine, Henry is best known in legal circles for 12 Angry Men, but in 1980 he portrayed what famous Supreme Court litigant from the early 60s? And what's the name, 10, what's the name of the lawyer who headlines the video game series Ace Attorney? All right, that's the end of round one, now, I'm going to hand this over to Ellie, who's going to do round the second.
2: Okay, round two. This category is sports people with law degrees. Sports people with law degrees. If you have ever turned on ESPN you will most likely be able to get five of these. Alright, question one, round two. After getting the monkey off his back in San Francisco, this quarterback got his law degree from BYU. It's pretty goddamn easy if you've ever watched sport. (laughs) After getting the monkey off his back in San Francisco, This quarterback got his law degree from BYU. Question two, round two. This recently retired Minnesota Supreme Court judge was a member of the Purple People Eaters. He was inducted into both the college and professional football hall of fame. Purple Pupil Eaters, all of Famer, Defensive Tackle. Retired as a Minnesota Supre- Supreme Court judge just a couple years ago, and he's still alive, I think. Question three, round two. This 1996 Olympian is the second most decorated American gymnast who was only recently passed by Simone Biles, who is ridiculous. Simone Biles does not have a law degree, but this woman does. She got her law degree from B.C., graduating in 2007. This 1996 Olympian was part of the gold medal, Magnificent Seven winning team. Y'all see Simone Biles won, like, all five goddamn medals of the world? just... She hasn't even, like, competed for, like, two years. Question four, round two. One of ESPN's lead college basketball analysts. Do I really need to say more? I mean, come on. Is of counsel at Moore Van Allen. He played ball at Duke, basketball, and he got his law degree from Duke. ESPN college basketball analysis analyst, Dukey, come on. One of ESPN's lead college basketball analysts is also of counsel at Moor Van Allen.
0: Fun fact this year
3: uh, the, uh, the uh, graduation speaker uh, UNC. Yeah. really but yeah, he was <laughs> graduation speaker UNC.
2: Question five, round two. He is the head football coach for Washington State University. He is easily one of the best quotes in college football. He may or may not be a pirate, and he got his law degree from Pepperdine. Head coach at Washington State. Used to be the head coach at Texas, Texas, uh, Texas Tech, right, Joe?
4: Texas
2: Tech. No, you're thinking of somebody else. Question six, round two. This Nigerian-born soccer player recently joined Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus, but on the ladies team. She's one of the best women footballers in the world. I would go so far as to say, if you know a Nigerian women footballer, you probably know who, she's, who I'm talking about. She also is a sports and entertainment lawyer. She's kind of a badass. I said Juve. You did. I, yeah, you want me to I, say Juve?
3: Yeah. Um, it also sounded weird out of context. But we
2: just, uh, yeah. I, feel like if, I feel like if I ran around going Juventus, I would, I would be a poser, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I said soccer. <laughs> soccer at Juventus. Nigerian-born soccer player recently joined Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus, um, but on the latest, Question seven, round two. He is the former manager of the Oakland A's and the St. Louis Cardinals. He basically invented the closer, and he got his law degree from Florida, from Florida State. That was question seven, round two. A's, Cardinals, closer. Florida State Law Degree. Question 8, round 2. He is the lead color analyst for Sunday Night Football. He no longer knows what a catch is, but who does really? He got his law degree from Cincinnati, where he also played wide receiver. He's the lead color analyst for Sunday Night Football. He no longer knows what a catch is, because his Super Bowl call was terrible. But who does? He got his law degree from Cincinnati, where he also played wide receiver. Question 9, round 2. This former Croatian tennis star is currently an investment banker at Credit Suisse. But before that, he attended Harvard Law School and he got his LLM from Columbia Law School. Question nine, round two, Croatian tennis star. Croatian. You don't have to spell it right. This former Croatian tennis star is currently an investment banker at Credit Suisse. But before that, he attended Harvard Law School and he got his LLM from Columbia. Just for people who know they're Croatian tennis stars, Please understand that I said he is currently an investment banker at Credit Suisse, not currently playing tennis, right? So like the, the other Croatian tennis star that you maybe know.
4: <laughs>
2: Question 10, round two. This woman graduated from Penn Law just this spring, but she is best known as the 2002 Women's Figure Skating Gold Medalist. She's also from my hood, from Great Neck, Long Island, which means I probably tried to date her and failed back in the day. 2002 Salt Lake City Winter Games, women's figure skating gold medalist.
0: I remember watching
3: that. I was in Boston for a (laughs) deposition, and that was on, yeah
2: pen law just now okay who needs repeats any other questions? I have six for repeats anybody else need a uh, question repeated three all right question three round two was this uh, wow it's uh, question three in round two was This 1996 Olympian is the second most decorated American gymnast, male or female, only recently passed by Simone Biles. She got her law degree from BC, graduating in 2007. That was question three. Question six was this Nigerian-born soccer player recently joined Cristiano Ronaldo at Juventus, but on the ladies' team. She's one of the best women's footballers in the world and a sports and entertainment lawyer. All right, we're going to move on to round three. All right, everybody.
3: This is our round three, so here's the deal. Um, On the back, you find nothing. Anyway, uh, uh, this is the last round, so just write it on the back. Uh, I meant to double print these, and apparently that didn't work. Didn't know that until just now. So, yeah, just on the back. They have ten lines. You can actually use the lines that you see through from the previous page, probably. Anyway, the point is, just write these ten answers. Sorry, everybody, I screwed up. Uh, Probably because technology, legal technology, isn't as all it's cracked up to be. All right. So, so we, so Ellie did sports. I did law. Now I'm going to do technology. So this is a tech category for those of you who are here for tech reasons. Question one is a 50-50 shot. Which came first, the iPod or iTunes? Which came first, the iPod or the iTunes? Did they, uh, yeah, this is literally a chicken and the egg except it's about apples, so it's like a seed or whatever. The point is, that's the question. All right, question two. Question two, what website did Rupert? Yeah, good, yeah, no. The rest of this is gonna make it sound so much sadder now that I think about it. As above law, yeah. What website did Rupert Murdoch buy for five hundred eighty million dollars in two thousand five? He then had to sell it in two thousand eleven for thirty five million. Wah, wah. So what website did Rupert Murdoch buy for five hundred eighty million dollars in two thousand five and sell in two thousand eleven for? 35 million. Does anybody want to know who he sold it to, or is that what people object? He sold it to Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Making it even dumber that this all happened. 2011, he sold it. Question three. By 1897, what German had perfected his alternative to the auto-gasoline engine? In 1897, what German perfected their alternative to the auto-gasoline engine? It's An alternative to the gasoline engine. It's a technology, sorry it's not e-discovery, but you know, it's a thing. And it is Jeopardy rules, like, if you just have a last name, that's fine, yeah. If you have both names, that, oh. Yeah, no, right, exactly. Like, totally Jeopardy rules, so, like, yeah. Do last name only if you don't, if you aren't sure of the first, yeah. Alright. Question four. Question four. Named for a Viking king... What technology was the go-to wireless format for a decade? Named after a Viking king, what technology was the go-to wireless format for a decade? Yeah. If you wanted a device to connect to something without a cable, Or, like, whatever, like, that that kind of, it's a way of doing things without wires. So, wireless format. That's what I mean. Very literal, not, like, in any kind of technical way, like, the preferred way to do things without wires for a decade. It is not necessarily gone, it still exists, but, like, it was the preferred way of doing it for about ten years. The Viking King is kind of the real key here, but... right. question five. Question five. Pioneered by the U.S. Air Force in 1972, what space-based technology became available for general public use on May 2nd, 2000? Pioneered by the U.S. Air Force in 1972, what space-based technology became available for general public use on May 2nd, 2000?
0: You're you're very much my barometer, because it's kind of the curse that's
3: sitting of, like, things right, things wrong, I'm like, you can't, but I know I'm talking in the right, so, yeah. Alright. Number six. on number six on April 23rd 2005 what began with quote me at the zoo end quote displaying the company founders trip to the San Diego Zoo so on April 23rd 2005 what began with me at the zoo per- displaying the company's founders trip to the San Diego Zoo No, 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 no. That would be a way, way worse trip. Um this was this was not that trip. All right. Question seven. Question 7. In 1994, Mark Andreessen offered what web browser based on Mosaic technology commercially to the world? So in 1994, Mark Andreessen offered what Mosaic-based web browser to the world commercially? All right. Question eight. Question eight. John Bird made the first of what navigational instruments with an arc of 60 degrees? John Bird made the first of what navigational instrument with an arc of 60 degrees? All right, everybody,
4: let's
3: go question nine, question nine, Elisha, or Elisha, Elisha whatever, um, the, the name that Manning has, anyway, Elisha, Elisha, whatever, Otis, is best known for creating a break for what kind of conveyance? So Elisha, Otis, or Elisha, Otis... Is best known for creating a break for what kind of
4: conveyance?
3: (laughs) E E L I S H A, Elisha, Alicia, whatever, Alicia Otis, whatever. The Otis is what really matters. Otis. Otis is best known for creating a break for what kind of conveyance? Yeah, right,
4: yeah.
3: Oh, that's shameful. So, let's close this out, shall we? Question 10. What object would you need to operate the 1861 invention of Linus Yale? So what object would you need to operate the 1861 invention of a man named Linus Yale? What's the last name? Yale, as in the school that you know that Ellie didn't go to. Yeah. All right, everybody. Does anyone need a repeat? It's not spoon feeding a
4: repeat.
3: I don't think. Anyway, anyway, we all good? All right. We are gonna come around, gather the gather the uh, sheets, and grade them up, and let you know who wins, loses, whatever. Please make
2: sure that your team name is on your
3: sheets. Correct. Correct. Meanwhile, once we do that, you know, enjoy life, like have a drink or whatever, and then we'll start like reading the answers uh, once we've got everything worked out, and we'll like have fun learning how wrong we were, and then we'll give out some stuff. Otherwise, yeah, well, thanks for coming. We'll have some fun here. All right.
4: By the way, you guys, you raised
1: $300 in that
3: cash round. Nice job. Thank you. All right, here we go. Um, So here's how this is going to work. So now I'm going to go through the categories again. You can yell out the answer at this point, prove how smart you are. Like just, yeah, we're going to have fun with it. So we'll go through these quickly. J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, highest grossing. What's the third highest grossing series? Perry Mason. Perry Mason. At this year's Tony Awards, who got the, the Best Actor Award in a featured role in a play went to Andrew Garfield, who was playing... Roy Cohn. Or was it not him? It was the other guy? I don't know. He, whatever. Nathan Lee, whoever it was, it was Roy Cohn. Point. Um, Roy Cohn's the key. What was the name of Saul Goodman's previous law firm where his brother was a named partner? It's key to know that his real name is Jimmy McGill. It was Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill. What, what film follows the ever worsening troubles of Ellie Hugh Smales? Judge Smales is Caddyshack.
4: What 2017
3: biopic follows the Connecticut chauffeur wrongly accused of raping his employer? Marshall is the right answer. The movie about Thurgood Marshall. Question six. What television attorney is also known as Miguel Sanchez or Dr. Nguyen Van Falk? Lionel Hutz is now dead. Say hello to Miguel Sanchez. Yes. Lionel Hutz. Earlier this year. Yeah. Earlier this year, we lost Harry Anderson slash Harry Stone, Judge Harry Stone, Harry Anderson.
2: Harry Harry Stone. Stone. Stone.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll accept a Harry Stone. All right. So, question eight.
2: Harry would not have
3: been. Right. What famous lawyer, not famous as a lawyer, went to a bunch of Mississippi colleges? John
4: Grisham! Grisham. John Grisham is right.
3: It, hey, it pays off eventually. <laughs> Question uh, nine. Uh, Henry Fonda uh, played what? Sixties Supreme Court litigant? Yeah, he did. Oh, I Tre- Clarence Gideon. I was very much looking at this table like, you've got to get this, all right. And question 10, ace attorney, yeah. is, Phoenix Wright. is Phoenix Wright, all right. Yeah.
4: Well, what was the break uh, Hamlin, and, and McGill. All
2: right, this is a sports category, and honestly, y'all would have won if you knew any sports. <laughs>
4: Sport.
2: You new, you only, no sports here at all. Amazing. Even this one, which is pretty goddamn easy. After getting the muggy off his back in San Francisco, this quarterback got his degree from BYU. Steve Young, the lefty, replaced Joe Montana. I've literally done one in BYU. i just a son. Yeah, it's a yeah. Yeah, no,
3: no, I think. I think actually, uh, yeah, no, um, it is literally the Y in BYU
2: is Young for a reason. That's his grandson. <laughs> this recently retired Minnesota Supreme Court judge who did not have CTE, as far as we know, um, was a member of the Purple People Leaders, inducted both the College and Professional Football Hall of Fame. That is defensive tackle Alan Page.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Question three,
2: this 1996 Olympian is the second most decorated American gymnast, only recently passed by Simone Biles. She got her law degree from BC after graduating in 2007. That's Shannon Miller. Alive, lot you said Dominique Marceau. Which is not right. Shannon Miller. Question four. One of ESPN, how did you not do this? One of ESPN's head college basketball analysts also counts on Moore Van Allen. He played basketball at Duke. He has law degree from Duke. He's Mr. Duke. He's not Coach K. He's Jay Billis. Yeah. Yeah. Coach K didn't
0: get a law degree. You know where he went to school? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that's right. Bob,
2: I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. In fairness, so I was having this debate at uh, WNYC about like, oh, you know, college athletes should they get oh, paid right. or not? Whatever. Ellie,
3: Ellie talks about and, the NYC looking
2: in. And I was like, oh, you know what? Who should we should interview? We should interview Jay Billis. And WNYC was just like, who? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> can't even. Question number five. He's the head football coach for Washington State. He's one of the best quotes in the game. He's not a pirate. Mike Leach. You're right. yeah. Mike Lee is incorrect. Mike Lee is incorrect. Mike Lee is incorrect. Mike Leach is correct. Nigerian-born women's soccer player, what a surprise. Nobody here knows black women soccer players. I'm shocked. Um, Ineola Aluko. Ineola Aluko. When the Real World Cup starts next summer, the Women's World Cup, the two, when the Real World Cup starts, Look for her, she'll be playing for Britain, she's very, very good. Question seven, he's the former manager of the A's and the Cardinals, and, and the, everybody knew this, Tony La Russa. Question eight, he's the lead color analyst for Sunday Night Football. He longer, no longer knows what a catch is, but who does? He got his law degree from Cincinnati. That is Chris Collinsworth, who spells his name wrong. Chris with no H, but that's okay, I'm not going to. It's fine. If you spelled Chris Collinsworth correctly, unlike his mother, that's fine. I'm going to still give you a point. (laughs) Question nine, nobody got this. Former Croatian tennis star, currently an investment banker. many said Joker, Nikola uh, Djokovic, um, he's currently playing, um, A couple of you said Gordy's even Swedish, which is an impressive poll. Also wrong though. It's Mario Antic. Slavonic Milosevic little, bit on the little is also wrong. He is
4: Croatian.
2: Uh, oh,
4: you're right, you're right? He is not Croatian. Sorry. Question ten.
2: This woman is best known as the 2002 women's figure stating gold medalist. She graduated from Penn Law just recently. A lot of you said, uh, Michelle Kwan, it is Sarah Hughes from Great Neck. Strong Island, one person got that. Strong Island, baby. All right, bro, let's roll through this.
3: What came first, the iPod or iTunes? iTunes. It was iTunes. One came out in January. The other came out in October of 2001. Question two. Rupert Murdoch bought something for $580 million, and then he sold it to Justin Timberlake for 35. million. MySpace. Um, three. 1897. What German made an alternative to the gasoline engine? Diesel. Yep. Yeah, not gasoline. It's diesel. All right. Thor, uh, named after a Viking king. A wireless format. Bluetooth. Yeah, Bluetooth. Viking king, Bluetooth.
4: Yeah.
3: Hell, his name might have been Ragnar, I don't know. His nickname was Bluetooth though. Which I'm sure was a dental problem. Uh, Five, pioneered by the Air Force in 1972, what space-based technology came to the public in 2000? GPS. GPS. Seven, 1994, Mark Andreessen offered what mosaic-based browser to the world commercially? That was Netscape Navigator. Netscape Navigator. Any of any of those. Any of those. I count. Yep. John Bird made the first of uh, first instrument, uh, navigation instrument, 60 degrees. Well, a circle is 360, so 60 would be a sixth of that. It's a sextant. Alicia Otis made a break for what? For elevators. That's why all your elevators are Otis's What do you need to operate the device invented by Linus Yale? You need a key because he invented locks. So that sets up these results. All right, so we're going to go from uh, last, but absolutely not least, with eight points is plead the fifth. Next with uh, next with a next with the um, actually incorrect name is Last Place, the (laughs) thirteen. With uh, 15 points, we have the PBC do-gooders. 15
2: points. Pulling it over for an
3: entire round. Really? Wow. All right. Yeah, wow. All right. Uh, With 16 points, we have Reese Peeps and Disco six? Something? I don't know. Something was there. That's 16. All right. Now, so that's a tie, and then that's, yeah, and then these, yeah, okay. Uh, in... No, this is fourth. Second, third, and then, yeah. In fourth place, with 17 points, is RBG's trainer. In third place, with a very respectable 18 points, and winning socks. Sox. Some socks. Yeah. yeah, we have socks. Oh. Some of both the lost socks, because why the hell not? Winning socks is uncivilized procedure. All right, there they are. Somebody grab the socks, and yeah... So, yes, so here's the deal, first and second, deadlock tie right now. Between the Penumbra's and Team Sway, how will we resolve a tie, you ask? Well, we thought this through. So, what we're going to do... We need one representative from each team who will come up and get a question from Ellie. Good question. What is the topic?
2: The, The amendments.
3: It's about constitutional amendments. So find your better constitutional amendment person. We will have this runoff round to decide first and second. All right, it's gonna be a quick draw. I thought
2: we were just gonna do a quick draw, just. Oh, yeah. that's cool too.
4: Either yeah. way. All right,
2: everyone quiet. No one else participate, but these two. Here we go.
0: Have to wait
2: Which amendment granted women suffrage? Seventeen. You're both wrong. You're both wrong at first. So I feel justified. Alright, so second place we have.
1: Penumbras.
2: Penumbras. So there are two of you, by the way. The only team of two Yeah, two people, second place. Congratulations. Like, you're you're the the first. First. For real. <laughs> yeah, I prefer to use a shitload of shirts for two <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. At and
4: first place we have... Team Sway. Team Sway. Team Sway. I gave out the sauce. I gave out the sauce.
0: Like, we're good. We're going to give out the sauce.
2: Thank you guys so much for coming, uh, thank you guys so much um, for donating to the DC Bar, we raised a thousand dollars tonight, pretty awesome, uh, thank you for coming Neil. For, for, for reading Above the Law, hopefully thank you for reading Evolve the Law, um, do to... one experiences Evolve the Law. Um, and
4: thank you so
2: much have a nice night
0: I think we still have uh, some free drinks if you'd like more information about what you have heard today please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com you can also find us at AboveTheLaw.com ATLRedline.com iTunes RSS Twitter and Facebook